Okay, ready? Yeah. Radio Zoom. Radio Zoom. 88. 88. Lindros. Woo! Information about artists played on this episode can be found in the show notes at radiozoom.net. From Vancouver, British Columbia, this is the Radio Zoom Podcast. (laughs) Hi. Don't scream into the microphone. You'll make it all sound not so goodly. Okay, so it's April 25th right now as we're recording this. You know know what that means? What? It's a special day. (laughs) You tell me. I know, you tell me. You you tell the world. (laughs) I want to see if you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I don't want to say one of those things I shouldn't be saying on the podcast. What? It's our two-month anniversary. Okay, yes, it's our two-month anniversary. And I'm still sick. Yes. Which we found out that it was, uh, well, it was essentially laryngitis that you have had, are suffering through, am suffering through, I'm suffering through. Hey. (laughs) And uh, I'm not really suffering through it at all, but there was a few days where we were whispering, or at least you kept whispering and I kept thinking, are my parents here? Or is Don sleeping in in the living room again? Because I felt like I should be walking around whispering or not waking somebody up. But then I realized, yeah, it was just your laryngitis. But you also had strep throat. Yeah, it really helped. Well, the strep moved down my throat and into my voice box, my larynx, hence the laryngitis. And then I got some antibiotics. But um, You have this wonderful 1-900 voice, though. No, it's still sicky because I still have a cold on top of it. So You were saying you had like a lump in your throat earlier. Yeah, I'm just like a petri dish of something not good right now. <laughs> it was like a strep throat with a cold and yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good stuff. So, well, welcome in- to another couch cast cuz you're joining me again two in a row. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to do my best cuz we're going to record this without doing this at the uh, you know, at the studio. Um so, but I'm still going to splice in some music in here. So, anybody that wants to check out the music is going to have to check out the show notes to get all the links to all the places that, you know, so they can find out the music that I'm going to be playing. And maybe now is a good time to play a song. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, now we're going to play a song. So, we're going to pretend that we're playing a song. Is there any song in particular that you think I should play? <laughs> um. I don't know. I would say Mates of State since we saw the concert Friday night, but you played them on the last couch cast because they were coming up. So are you I'll, allowed to play International Noise Conspiracy? Not yet. Mm. <laughs> but, okay, we'll play some Mates of State right now. A different song they didn't play last time, but then after the song we'll come back and we'll talk about Mates of State. Okay. Okay. The, the show that we, we saw the other night, uh, Friday night. So Mates of State.
we've played the song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still dancing. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, we went to the, we, we should mention, MatesEstate.com. So I know that we'll be playing that song at least. Now, the Mates Estate played where? At the Plaza Club, or actually the Pizza Club. Because remember, there, there was that show that you wanted to see, and it was advertised on the band's site as the Pizza Club. Like, the Pizza yeah. Club, there's no Pizza Club in Vancouver, but, yeah, Plaza Club on Granville Street. Right. And I can't remember who it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's slipping my memory right now. But the Plaza Club was a really good venue, I thought. But the Plaza Club is more of a what type of place? <laughs> Hoochie nightclub bar for, I don't know. Well, you you told me that it was that type of place, but what really struck me, or what really sank that in to me, or or for me, when we were there waiting for the show to start, waiting for the opening band, the Saltines, to come out, was they had those uh, projector screens that came down, and they they were running the projectors for some reason. Maybe they're testing them out for later that night. And they had, like, this silhouette, this DVD loop, of a silhouette of a woman dancing quite suggestively on the screen. And it was, yeah, it was very Hoochie Bar-esque. Yes, yes, it was. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the Plaza Club, um, Friday, last Friday, whatever day that was in April. I can't remember. I'm not thinking well. 21st? 23rd. 21st. 21st. <laughs> anyway, uh, got the hearing problem. <laughs> I'm not thinking hearing. I just can't think, <laughs> or something. We have a lot of stuff to go through, so you better speed it up here. Right. What did you <laughs> think of the show? I really enjoyed it. That's. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Being that you had the strep throat, although you weren't diagnosed yet, we went to the. Was we we went to the doctor. So horrible. <laughs> we went to the doctor the next day. Yes. And that's when you got all your happy medications and stuff, and that you're you're getting better. Mm-hmm. But you you hung out. You were there, and I think we wanted to enjoy it a little bit more. But you were feeling a little, little under the weather. But mm-hmm. you still thought it was a good show. Oh yeah, it was great. The music was great. It was great to see them live and just the chemistry that they have. And like you said, they're really like a do-it-yourself band they come out and do their own sound checks and plugging stuff in and um yeah it was just really good and the one thing that you asked me before we went to the show was they gotta have like a laptop or something on stage and i said no it's just Corey and jason she plays the keyboards he plays the drums and they both sing yeah because well the the band with the fewest members that, that i've seen was keen there's three of them and there's no guitarist or bassist or anything just vocals drums and keyboard but they have a laptop on stage somewhere where does all the the sound come from with mates of state and it's just you know keyboard organ and drums yeah originally from the midwest now i live on the west coast they're touring they're doing coachella coachella they're also going to be playing Lollapalooza, and they're doing some sort of uh event in Seattle in September, which I think we should go to if I'm allowed to leave the country at that point. But anyway, that was the Mates of State show on last Friday at the Plaza Club in downtown Vancouver on Granville Street, which is, we'll talk a little bit more about Granville Street a little while later because we got some other things. That, that's why I brought you onto the podcast to another episode, just because there's so much information, so much going on in Vancouver that I just I can't do it all myself. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just going through the weekend. We did Friday. Saturday was the most eventful part, was <laughs> taking me to the doctor. And then Sunday. That was. Yeah. Okay, so we'll do a, a change of subject and talk about our experience with the Vancouver Sun Run. Yeah. Well, okay, my past experience with the Sun Run, I, I had done it with a school group in 97 no 96 97 98 three years in a row so i was 16 17 18 did it with my school group and every year i get like 101 you know one hour and one minute or one hour or 102 or and so ultimately my goal if I, i'm just thinking if i ever did the sun run again would be under an hour um so you tried to train me and I, we tried to go running in the mornings. Well, we did a good job of running in the mornings. You did yeah. a, yeah. And you were definitely improving as things progressed. But this cold kind of kicked in about a week before mm-hmm. the sun run. Actually, it was almost a week to the day before the sun run started that your cold started kind of creeping up on you. And so we kind of 
I kind of went running all, on my own, but you kept trying to get up and going, but your cold just kept getting worse and worse and worse. Mm-hmm. So we got out there. We're on Georgia Street. The bands are playing. There's 50,000 people surrounding us. Derek K. Miller was in the band Neurotics playing on the corner of Georgia and Thurlow, Thurlow something. Yeah, they were just uh, right at the start line. So we, were, we started back, as you mentioned. We had a crappy, crappy cover band. <laughs> we started back towards in the white section near the um, art gallery. But you know, you know me. I couldn't just sit there and walk the sun run. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Let's recap for everybody. She had strep throat. I had strep throat, laryngitis, and a cold. <laughs> and I'm still getting over the laryngitis right now. So, mm-hmm. And it's really great of you to have me on two podcasts while I have laryngitis. <laughs> you sound fine to me. <laughs> the other thing is, too, is that you were only on your antibiotics for not even a day. Actually, you'd day. taken one at lunch on saturday dinner on saturday and then at breakfast on on sunday so you were barely over a day into your antibiotics and then what happened but then we started running (laughs) after okay it's the sun run kicks off at nine but they sent the wheelchair wheelchair racers off at 8 45 the competitive racers started right around nine and we didn't get going until 9 44 because it was a wave start and we were about the third or fourth group in line behind everybody else. But we started off at the the starting line, knees and lower back getting sore from just standing around on the on the cement of the you know, the pavement of the street. I don't know how you were feeling at that point. Oh my back was sore. I was just ready to go. And I knew like I had to get going now or my nose is gonna start leaking all over everybody. <laughs> and it was leaking quite well. Oh thank you. <laughs> Hot <laughs> so we started running, and you know we get to the, everybody kind of walks slowly to the finish line. That was the worst part for me. You to the start or line? the to start line because it was the worst part because I hate waiting. I just like getting out, going, and starting running, and it just it drove me nuts because it's just standing and standing. But you walk up to the start line, and as soon as you get to the start line, you go past the little imaginary gates with a little chip clipped to your foot, and then your time starts, and you start running. And we started running. And luckily, at that point in Georgia, it's all the way down. It's all downhill. So that was easy for you. Mm-hmm. But at about 3K in, I'm looking over at you thinking, so how are you doing? How are you hanging in? Because at that point, we decided that you would just walk the sun run. Mm-hmm. We decided that on Saturday after going to the doctor. I kept checking up on you. Kept looking over at you. How are you doing? You had your iPod. I had my iPod. Because if we're going to be separated, we might as well have something to listen to and then at 4k in i asked you again how are you doing and then i also asked you this is the furthest we've ever run before are you okay and you're just like "Uh uh-huh and then (laughs) at 5k in or just about 5k in Mm -hmm. you i was i was keeping up with you because my pace goes a little faster than yours but you kept running Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and we were running all the way down Beach Ave. Yeah, that's all mm-hmm. be, that's, that's Beach Avenue. But it goes underneath the Barge Street Bridge, but then it stopped or it turned abruptly to go up to Pacific. Yeah. You're huge into detail. How are we going to get through all these topics we we're going to talk about? Well, I'm just saying <laughs> it, it's at that point that you mm-hmm. it was all uphill at that point. And you were obviously, you know, with your cold, had some difficulties, you know, getting the air to get up that hill. And you just tapped me on the shoulder. I turned and you just waved. And I was like, okay. So that was my signal of, like, I'm walking now. Mm-hmm. So I figured you just walk it from there. I thought you were tired. Yeah, so I just walked up the hill and I got on the Burrard Bridge. And I'm like, I'm not going to walk across the Burrard Bridge. So I just start running. And I run and run and run and run. And then I get over onto... Um, Let's see, fourth turns into six, so we're over on six. And I'm like, you know, this is fairly downhill. I'm just going to keep running. So I just kept running. And the only other time I walked was going up the hill um, of the Camby Bridge. And I knew, I'm like, I must be making good time because I only put just over an hour of tunes on my playlist. So we come around and cross the finish line. I'm like, holy cow. It's not my best time, but for the shape that I was in and how I was feeling, pretty darn good well yeah around 5k is when i separated from you so that was, that's, it's a 10k so i was mm-hmm. halfway 
And when I crossed the line, I looked down at my iPod, the clock on my iPod. I didn't look at the clock when we started, the official clock at the starting line. But I looked at my iPod when we crossed the starting line, and I said, it said 9.44. And when I crossed the uh, finish line, I didn't immediately... I waited till I think I got the chip cut off of my, uh, my shoe. And they took the chip away from me, and I looked at my iPod again, and it said 9.45. You mean... 1045. I'm sorry, 1045. <laughs> yes, right. And I was like, I think I got under an hour. I was feeling pretty good about that. Being that running in along next to you, the pace was a little slower. That was a great buildup. And then running, I ran hard the last 5K, passing a lot of people. But how did you do? <laughs> I did about a, a minute, thir- a minute, <laughs> about an hour 13. Jeez, you would have beat the Kenyan in a minute 13. <laughs> So basically, I'm just puzzled because when I was in the prime of my life playing like 10 sports a year um, as a teenager in high school and getting an hour, but I guess it was more social then, chatting with my friends, running along, but I'd get like an hour doing the sun run. And now at, at the age I am now, the condition that I'm in, getting just over an hour, wow, it's mm-hmm. pretty good. Well, because I kind of took my time. I sat there at the top of the finish line, stretching, kind of thinking, oh, I'll just kind of hang out because we picked a place in BC Place to go meet up. And then I went inside and I stood in line to get a power bar at the power bar stand at BC Place and kind of neandered towards the area and everything. And all of a sudden, there you were. And I was like, you're here already. And you finished just about 20 minutes after I did. I was really 15. impressed. 15? Yeah. So, with strep throat, with laryngitis, you finished the sun run. You ran nearly the entire sun run. You probably walked at least a a kilometer, I bet, Mm -hmm. even less than that. But you ran the whole Mm -hmm. sun run. And we were both pretty stiff afterwards, but it was pretty... It was a pretty cool event. I'm very proud of you. You did awesome. Thank you. (laughs) And your mom's going to kill me for letting you run that, but... Is what, what did you tell your mom? Or wait, your mom said, if, if I were your husband, I wouldn't let you run uh, in the sun run. And what did you tell your mom? If you were my husband, you'd know that you couldn't stop me. <laughs> exactly. I knew I couldn't stop you. So that's why I just kind of like, are you okay? Okay. Mm-hmm. But when you waved goodbye, I thought that was it. But you kept going. No. Should we play a song now? Actually, I was just thinking about that because... I'm going to play the song, even though I played a lot of Trouble Hub in the, pl- in the past. In the playlist, right when I was coming into the home stretch and about to head into my, my final 50-meter, uh, 100-meter sprint, mm-hmm. I'm going to play the song that came on. And it was actually one, it was 14,000 things to be happy about. And when I saw the finish line, that song came on, I was like, oh, this is too fitting. This is corny, but fitting. Mm-hmm. So, Do you know what song was on when I, when I was crossing? What? I have like all these upbeat punk ska songs and then Ben Folds landed. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I had permission to play that, but I don't. So we'll play some Trouble Hubble. Okay? Okay. What's the podcast? Podcast? What's the name? Radio Zoom. Tell your mom that you're not coming home tonight. And you've got your youth, your will, and you're willing to fight and no conscience. Could keep your heart in one piece There's passion to be found There's stress, there's release So into the open air You soak it all in and live your life Like the world owes you something more than What you have Like a one-way ticket or any free ride A brand new box to put your head inside Or a neat new monument with your name etched in A home to call your own new problem free Willingly withdraw from certainty and lack of sleep On the pure and peaceful path of stupidity And growing gets hard And waiting gets old to you And I know That feeling's no fun It feels like you're out Down in 
made that during that song <laughs> you're amazing uh drinking some chamomile because it'd be good on your your voice your throat your vocal cords right now yes call live links <laughs> call live links <laughs> of course now all of a sudden you start crackling and hey, God, live links <laughs> i went to 14 year old boy mode <laughs> yeah that doesn't make me feel dirty at all so we got a, a couple more points that we wanted to cover. Um, let's go ahead and we'll do. We're going to do at least two more songs. So we'll okay. do. We'll do point song, another point. Sure. Song, and that then we'll come back good. and wrap up. So we better get through some of this stuff because I'm always on the podcast with you, and I try to be informative and answer your questions. But there's so many things that I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I'm going to have to Google that afterwards. So I googled a whole bunch of stuff before we started today. So we've got to get to it. Okay. We'll do our best. I wanted to bring you on here, though, and talk about how they have closed down Granville Street. Now, we just mentioned Granville because that's where the Plaza Club is, but Granville is kind of like the nightclub spot in Vancouver. Would you not agree? I would agree. Um, it's like a major street goes from one end of Vancouver all the way to the other end. But the portion downtown has the nightlife. It has, you know, several little shops. It's not... not on the same level as Robson for shopping, but it's definitely the nightclub spot with the theaters, clubs, bars, entertainment. Obviously because of the Plaza Club. Plaza Club, Roxy, the Commodore. I mean, there's so much down there. Now, with the construction of the new SkyTrain line... It's not SkyTrain. They're not going to call it Sky. It's not going to be part of the SkyTrain line? Or no. Like SkyTrain no. whatever? No, it's not going to be... A sky train. It's a different type of train altogether. It's kind of an underground trolley. Is it going to be a Bombardier? I don't know. <laughs> I just see those commercials <laughs> like, that's a Bombardier. No, it's Canada Line. So it's kind of like how West Coast Express is to Skytrain. It's a means of rapid transit 
we're kind of rapid transit, but it's a train. It's not a sky train. And this is the Canada line, so it's a form of transit, regional transportation, but it'll be a different type of vehicle on a different type of line. So it won't even run on any of the same, like... No, like you tracks you, that the current SkyTrain, like the Millennium Line or the Expo Line, runs on. No, like you wouldn't be able to get off Granville and choose to go up to the street or choose to go to the Canada Line. You can't did, do that. Did you just discover this while doing your research? No. You've known this all all along. Yes. And you didn't tell me. <laughs> I like to watch you suffer. No. Well, no. I I've known this all along. That is a different type of of vehicle and everything anyway so they have as of the 24th as of monday they closed off granville to all traffic um between robson north to cordova and historically or until now that portion of granville street actually starting at Smythe, has been just transit traffic so just buses and now uh, sometimes cabs will go down there too Mm -hmm. so now it's going to be absolutely no traffic just Mm -hmm. pedestrian and sometimes tourists from washington state go down that street too and those Albertans, you gotta love them too. <laughs> but I'm um, making enemies as we speak. <laughs> so actually, I was just reading, and I noticed that I thought that because Pacific Center is going through a huge renovation, Holt Renfrew is completely moving into another side of the mall, and that end of the of the um, of Granville Street, the very north end of Granville Street, is kind of looking a little deserted. Book Warehouse moved out, and I actually just read an article saying that businesses and everyone along there didn't even know what the cutoff date was going to be they didn't know it was april 24th for no more traffic until about a month ago and that's when i heard about it from my work right um but anyway book warehouse they moved out because their lease was up and they moved a block over to seymour in anticipation of there's not going to be much traffic foot traffic retail traffic in that area the big deal is here is that how long is there not going to be any foot traffic and on granville two years yeah yeah. And they closed for two years, so that way they can do what, well, originally it was supposed to be tunneling, that they're going to tunnel underneath Granville Street, so that way they wouldn't disturb very much. But it seems like in the last three months, all of a sudden this whole tunneling, boring uh, idea to construct the Canada Line, which will be underground until it gets to a certain part out into Richmond, um, they've changed it, at least downtown, to construct the stations downtown to a cut and cover well as far as as soon as you get out of richmond and come across to vancouver so southwest marine drive or southern southern tip of canby kind of just across on the vancouver side though that's where it starts going underground so that whole uh canby boulevard boulevard corridor it's going to be cut and cover which you know essentially means that they're going to they're going to dig up the street, and then they're going to put down there what they need to put down there and then cover it back up and repave. Yeah, so that basically that's what they did when they did the the tunnel, the Millennium Line at the very west end of the SkyTrain Bridge. So for the SkyTrain connecting Columbia to Sapperton, they did a cut and cover there, actually, for part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, what you were saying, what you were saying about the connecting up with SkyTrain stations and stuff like that, it's not going to be able to. Um, Can you walk from station to station? Can you walk from the Granville SkyTrain station to the Robson station? Because they're not going to be very far apart from each other. That's right. Um, so the first station downtown should be at the south end of Camby, or just across the Camby Bridge. It'll be Yale Town. Next one will be Robson, so between Robson and Georgia. Um, so kind of if you're thinking about it right now, corner, uh, sorry, not Robson in Georgia, Granville in Georgia. So if you're thinking about it right now, Granville in Georgia is where the London Drugs, the TD Tower, so just in that block there. And the next station up will be Cordova, so near Waterfront. And I actually saw on the plans that the entrance to Granville Skytrain is going to change. It's not going to be right there through the bay anymore. I'm not sure where it will be. It just says new new Skytrain access. Somebody on it, I think... Urban Vancouver or Metro Blogging Vancouver had a picture of it where mm. it's going to be. I it's it's right around in the same area where it's at. I think. No, that was uh, Beyond Robson. Beyond Robson. Okay, one of the three various blogs that we talk about. You okay? What happened? Tea hurts me. Aw. <laughs> is it too hot, or is it just your your throat hurt? I choked on it. Oh, geez. She's taking a sip of tea so that way we can 
keep her vocal cords limber and juiced. Juiced. I don't know. <laughs> don't be rude. Um, yeah. So that's the Canada line. Oh, yeah. So a lot of people were caught off guard by this, which is understandable. I The only place I heard about it, you know, I didn't hear about it in papers or on TV or anything, was just through my building at work. And we knew that it was going to take time to build this, but I didn't, I don't think anybody realized that they're going to be closing down bus, uh, bus traffic, foot traffic's going to be hampered. I don't know if you can, you know, it's not going to be very easy to get through there. You know, they're going to have a lot of things covered and then it's going to be narrow. so the way they can construct things. But um, this is a pretty major part of Granville. Maybe in the end it will revitalize it come... 2010 because they're getting you know getting this in place for the Olympics because the candle line is going to make its way all the way out to YVR to the airport so that way people can you know just fly in because right now you have to take a bus or a cab or rent a car in order to get downtown or anywhere really there's really no easy way to uh, to get from the airport to downtown or wherever but I went down there yesterday to the airport not to the airport <laughs> but down to Granville Street which was mm-hmm. the first day that it's been closed for this construction mm-hmm. and it was literally a ghost town because nobody's waiting for a bus nobody's waiting for buses no, no you know there's no buses unloading anywhere it was really really eerie and i took a bunch of pictures and maybe i'll post a few mm-hmm. somewhere but somehow i think it will help when uh it's just there's so much going on there right now that whole uh hudson right on the corner of dunsmere and granville that's not quite open yet Holt Renfrew is moving, so Pacific Center's kind of bare at that corner right now. There's no McDonald's there anymore. It's just a whole transition period. But the same article I was reading, um, where I got the book warehouse information, they said eventually there will be parking um, up on Granville Street, but not on club nights. You won't be able to park there. And something about it will actually leave more room for pedestrians on the sidewalks. Hmm. And there's a lot of room for pedestrians <clears throat> on that street, mm-hmm. as is right now. But they're still in in the works of how they're going to rebeautify it after all this is done. So Interesting. Mm-hmm. The other thing we should mention, because we should wrap up this segment pretty quickly, but the other thing we should mention, though, is that the bus lines that are originally go down that street, they haven't just discontinued the buses. They've been rerouted to the streets uh, on either side of Granville, that being Seymour and Howe? Um... Yeah, well, our bus has been rerouted. There's some buses rerouted uh, to Richards. Some are on Seymour because it's all one-way buses, right? right. Oh, sorry, one-way streets. Right. It depends which direction you're going. Yeah, so some are going down Howe on the west side. And on the east side, they'll be going down Seymour or Richards. But Granville is a huge thoroughfare for buses because you have so many uh, buses that come in from, like, go in and out to UBC. Uh, they go in and out to... Uh, over into Kits, uh, down into um, oh, other areas. Even as, that I'm far as, even as far as White Rock, you know, going along that area. But actually those buses were just going along Pender. And I thought about it. I thought about asking one of the – they have people posted at many bus, spot, bus stops to kind of, you know, it's kind of like one of those ask me type people, <coughs> ask me for help type people that uh, if you need to find some place to get your bus that you don't know where you're going. I wanted to stop and talk to one of those guys yesterday and just kind of ask him how many people have yelled at you <laughs> and blamed you for this problem because mm-hmm. this is this, it's huge. So it's going to be very interesting to see as it goes through the whole construction process and also to see how it affects the area, an area that's been not doing the best in the past few years? Well, they started to do, it used to be old, you know, funky clothes boutiques and comic book stores and... Kind of alternative. Yeah, an alternative. And then they wanted to turn it into a Robson Street. So people started buying up, property owners started buying up the buildings, booting people out, raising the rent like tens of thousands of dollars per month. So of course they cannot afford to be there anymore. That's what happened with like the Winners of the Future Shop building and um, either so they just started basically kind of trying to clear people out, try to get at a different type of business in there, different type of clientele, make it more pedestrian, Robson with entertainment kind of street, upscale, and which makes sense because it's kind of on the border of Yale Town, which is a very very expensive area uh, in general anyway. So I don't know. We could go on and on and on, but what are we we'll, going to play now? We'll save that for another time. Maybe I should find something a little more Vancouver-based. 
Okay. I have no idea who it will be, but people will just have to check the show notes. Uh, try and find someone who's going to be playing in New Music West. Uh, I wish I could go to New Music which West. Is, which is a whole other can of worms that we can't get into right now, but I'm sure you'll put a little link on your site about it and you'll find some kind of local artist on there. So. And I blogged about it today. I really wish that we could go. And if anybody <laughs> listens to this in the next few days that can score us free wristbands or all access to New Music West, that'd be really cool. And hopefully uh, you'll listen to this band, which will be at New Music West somewhere. Yeah, this band! If only I'd have known There's no place like home It's okay If only I was right The very first time It's okay Well, the pain within us all Hangs on a wall If you let it stay that way The story of my was a good band um that that song by this that band this band it was really really good yeah that band <laughs> that sounds even more convincing with your uh strep throaty voice Aww. i did say throaty though throaty can be taken as being sexy are you saying that i can be taken as sexy <laughs> you're so rude <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. Anyway, um, gosh, you know what? We're going to have to save, we're going to have to throw this. We'll talk about the Olympic Village some other time, or I may have to cover it without you. I think you're just, you're just personally really obsessed with that. So you can talk about that some other time and do some research and stuff, but. I am obsessed with yeah, it because are. it's, it's a really interesting. Okay, but let's know, not get into it right topic. now. Let's put on TV right now. What's the score? Currently on Hockey Night in Canada on the CBC, which it's not Saturday, but uh, they are the CBC is doing all the coverage of the Stanley Cup playoffs. It is two to one, Calgary over Anaheim right now in second period. 
Well, that's not true. Outdoor Life Network and TSN are also doing coverage, but pardon? Yeah, but we don't get, well, I guess, yeah, we do get TSN, uh, but we don't get any of the OLN coverage. But anyway. Yeah, so Calgary and Anaheim, uh, Calgary's up 2-1 right now because they're really stupid and I don't like them. But uh, series, what's the series at right now, John? This series is at, I think it's tied one apiece. It is. Right. <laughs> you, you know, now this is where your notes come into play. And we wanted, okay, before we get into too much of the hockey talk, um, we should really hit a point that comes more close to home before we get into the whole playoffs. Because, oh, okay. Yes, because the playoffs is a big deal right now. The Stanley Cup, Stanley Cup playoffs are still in the first round, which we're really enjoying. Yeah. So on that note, <laughs> yeah. The big news that happened today, uh, this afternoon, uh, Pacific time around one thirty, two o'clock this afternoon. What happened? Well, they had the official press conference at three thirty Pacific. Uh, coach Crawford was fired. He's Mark Crawford of the Vancouver Canucks, head coach. Yeah, he's the winningest coach in Canucks history. And oddly enough, remember I was saying. Like, people think, oh, we did so well. He's the most winningest coach in our history. And I don't mean to bash him. I'm not going to hop on that bandwagon right now. Like, oh, good riddance, whatever. But I do recall, and I, of course, I did my little note checking before we came on this podcast. But he... You can call it a show. It's okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say show. That's fine. <laughs> That's okay. Um, we do only have one playoff round win under Crawford. We've only won one round of playoffs with him. So I found that interesting. I kind of knew that, but it wasn't for sure. But anyway, yeah, he's gone. I had um, I was sitting at work, actually, and um, my friend in the Toronto office gave me a call. And he's like, have you checked the wires? And I'm like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so we do. And he said, um, are you going to take Quinn? I'm like, well, what are you talking about? He's like, you guys just fired Crawford. What? <laughs> so, of course, I'm messaging John. I'm trying to look up stuff, Googling mm-hmm. it like crazy. Oh, Anaheim scored. It's 2-2. Uh, one thing we should also mention, though, too, is since that the Toronto Maple Leafs did not make it into the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs this year, which the Maple Leafs are basically the Yankees of the NHL, uh, they can't. Their I uh, their head coach, which is kind of uh, I don't know what you kind of c- compare him to, but he's kind of like one of the uh, more prestigious coaches in the in the, in Canada because he was the coach of the Team Canada in the past two Olympics, Pat Quinn, they canned mm-hmm. him. So there's a lot of talk about Toronto and Vancouver essentially making a swap here. Now, it's not going to be an official swap because they're both fired and out of the job right now, no longer receiving medical and dental benefits. <laughs> but there's a good chance that Crawford could be going to Toronto. There's also a chance that uh, Quinn could be coming to v- Vancouver, but... I saw somewhere, I think on CBC Hockey Night in Canada, they said there's like five probables for the Vancouver position. Oh, yeah. It's it's nothing like definitive. It's just here's two people who are available. Here's two open spots now. Let's play with that. Two really good coaches, from my understanding. Rumor Mill is just flying, yeah. Yeah, but the more I read about Crawford getting fired, I'm seeing all these stats come out. I'm like, wow, I didn't know this guy was seen as being as good a coach uh, as he is, uh, he was also the coach for Team Canada in 1998 mm-hmm. when uh, I thought it was Nagano uh, when they lost in the bronze medal round, took fourth place. Mm. But th- there you go again. But, st- but you know, <laughs> wow! I thought I had the facts checked for this. <laughs> I just read but, that. Um, but as I was saying, we we're walking home today, and I'm like, he has been here for six years. We have not won a cup with him, no matter how, you know, how much praise you want to give him. But, again, I'm not jumping on the good riddance bandwagon, <laughs> I swear. But I was just saying, you know, it's something that could be expected, you know, and has happened now. So It's huge news in Vancouver, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Check out the blogs and check out the Canucks Outsider. I'm sure Dave Olson will have plenty to say about it. And Oh, he'll have something to say about Jovanovski. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> we're gonna keep him or not? <laughs> now, what was really weird is when you text or I'm sorry, you Ian messaged me all this information, and I was running around because I had to go run an errand today, and it was quite the errand that I went on a walk for. But anyway, uh, 
I was getting ready to run run out of the house, and all of a sudden I heard like this protest going on down the street, and I thought, oh my gosh, people are protesting Mark Crawford being <laughs> fired. But it was something, I don't think they were even speaking English. I'm not sure what it was, but there was some sort of protest <laughs> going on somewhere nearby, and it was really, really scary, and I was kind of concerned for a moment, but then they disappeared as soon as they showed up. But anyway, let's talk playoffs. Okay. Because Vancouver obviously is not in the Stanley Cup playoffs because no. we just fired our coach. True. And uh, but we're we're paying attention to uh, the other playoffs going on. Who are we rooting for? Who are you rooting for? And actually, we can kind of go back and forth on the different uh, matchups going on right now. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, we have only actually been following the Canadian teams. I've had no idea what the New Jersey New York series was at. Barely knew what Dallas. Well, Dallas, Colorado. We knew Nashville, San Jose wasn't on top of, but. Um, Edmonton, Detroit. Okay, this is funny. I just I just found this quote today, and I thought it was pretty funny because their series is at 1-1 right now, and, of course, we don't want Edmonton to win, no matter how hard that is to say that we want Detroit to win. I, I disagree. I hate Detroit. I do not want Detroit to win. I'd like to see the Oilers did you not see beat what, them. Did you not see what the Oilers did to our Canucks while we were struggling to get into the playoffs, man? Oh. It doesn't matter. I don't like Detroit. Okay, okay so here's the quote. Here's the quote. <laughs> McTavish. Talking about the way the Oilers are shutting down Detroit, and, and now the series is at 1-1, um, talking about their style of play. McTavish says, we call it a smart style of hockey against a very explosive team. And uh, call it whatever you want. We won't call it a trap. We'll call it a press. We'll call it whatever. And then the person who wrote the article says, trap or not, whatever this new strategy is, it looks nothing like Edmonton's former philosophy of skating with abandonment and hitting everything that moves. So basically, Edmonton's going through a big huge snooze fest after they beat the crap out of the Canucks to get into the playoffs and now they're just locking down playing a trap and uh Detroit's kind of defenseless right now we'll see how they how they do in the rest of the games so okay (laughs) I don't care I just don't want Detroit to win I just it's just one of those things it's it's like it's it's like not wanting the Yankees to win I, I just don't like Detroit but oh man your favorite goalie, okay, one of your favorite goalies, Hasek, 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 the Dominator. The Dominator. Dominated in Detroit. It's one of his old teams, so there you go. Yeah, but I never liked Detroit. <laughs> okay, Ottawa-Tampa. And Chris Chelios needs to retire. Ottawa-Tampa, we watched this game tonight. Who are you going for? Ottawa and Tampa? <laughs> yeah. Ottawa. <laughs> any any team south of the Mason-Dixie line should not exist, and Dallas the stars should go back to Minnesota. Anyway. We didn't even get to that yet. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> in relation to my just Mason-Dixie comment. Well, I know um, I have a friend who had lived in Florida, had lived in, I think he's from Philadelphia. Now he's in Texas. He's probably not going to listen to this. He doesn't even read blogs or anything. But when Tampa won the <laughs> Stanley Cup. He doesn't even read. He's a rocket scientist. Come on. Um when Tampa won the Stanley Cup, he's like, ha ha, we got your sports trophy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you Americans got it, whatever. I'm like, 92% of Tampa Bay is Canadian players. What are you talking about? Whatever. Anyway, okay. Uh, Calgary Anaheim, game we're watching right now. Series is at 1 1. I, I, you know, I'm torn. Um, I, I don't like Anaheim because their relation uh, back to the Disney Corporation, <laughs> which it sounds strange to be political, but uh, I've, I've never really cared for Anaheim. Um, but Calgary, I see as being stronger than Anaheim right now, especially with Aginla. Even though I dislike him, I know he's a really great player. He's such a goon, but uh, I don't know. There's just there's Should too much to strength. Yes. I'm going to Anaheim. Why? Um... Kind of the same reasoning as the as the Oilers. Usually for playoffs, I go for oh the Canadian teams. I want the Canadian. You have something teams against Alberta. I might, yeah, <laughs> I might. And Anaheim, I'm trying to think of good points about Anaheim. They have uh, Brian Burks, their GM, former GM of the Canucks, who's yeah. a great GM. So actually, I'm going for Anaheim on this one. Um, Nashville, San Jose. I cannot cheer for any team from Tennessee <laughs> so I'm saying uh, but San Jose is just even though they beat the Canucks down I, I wow they've mm-hmm. a team that really have put together a really great team plus uh, uh, what's his name and the from, way Thornton is playing yeah, yeah. Thornton which they 
somehow got from Boston for some <laughs> unknown godly reason. Uh, Thornton's just having a stellar year. Not to mention the Nita Myers. Just too, and, and what's his name? Um, uh, 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 Solani? No. No. Who's having a great season with the with San Jose? I can't remember. Somebody's having like a stellar comeback. I'm totally drawing a blank right now. Anyway, <laughs> Buffalo Philly. That sounds like you know some stripper name or something. <laughs> or a good sandwich. Yeah, the series series is two nothing Buffalo right now. Who are you going for? Um, I'm really not sure. I think I might like Buffalo. Um, I've never really been a big Philadelphia fan. I think they're. Uh, very black and orange jerseys have always scared me since I was a child. They're <laughs> very intimidating. Mm. I have nothing against their players. I don't have not watched them enough to form an opinion on this, really. So I used to be, you know, Hashik fan. Hashik used to play for Buffalo. That's got to be na- for now, me. Now you're pulling that out. Where, where were you when he won the Stanley Cup with Detroit? Because I cheered for Buffalo no. when Hashik was with them. So and and Buffalo used to have Shatan, didn't they? And then he got traded to the Devils, but then he just got tra- traded away. Yeah, whatever. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I give more faith to Buffalo than Philly. I'm sorry, Don Dealey. I can't give my love to Pennsylvania on that one. <laughs> uh, Carolina, Montreal. Now I'm going to let you say Montreal because you say Montreal really funny. Say it. Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. <laughs> or you say it Montreal or something. Montreal. Montreal. <laughs> I don't know. The Habs. Do you know what the Habs means? No, I've asked you this before, and I should know this. I can't. Les habitants. Which means? <laughs> the people who live here. <laughs> Montreal Canadiens. They are Montreal Canadiens. The Habs, right. And obviously I'm cheering for the Habs. They've got uh, Huey in goal with Abisher backing him up. Yeah, I would love to see them go deep into the playoffs, especially they're already two up over Carolina. And what, we're not cheering for Carolina because why? Are they south of the Mason-Dixie line? Correct. Uh-huh. Okay, Dallas, Colorado. Avs, we got to. Yes, Burnaby Joe, blah, blah, blah. Dallas, okay, I will never, ever, sorry, getting really excited here. Never, ever cheer for Dallas because of when they won that stinking cup and they had the stupid crease rule, and Hull's foot was in the crease, and they didn't call it, and they gave him the cup. Shouldn't have happened. Never cheering for Dallas. And see, I used to be a huge Carolina Avalanche or Carolina, Carolina. Colorado <laughs> Avalanche fan. Uh, I still am, not as much as now that I'm in Vancouver. It's just like it's hard not to be a Canucks fan, but you know, I still cheer for the Avs whenever I can. And uh, because of Patrick Wadden, I used to play goalie, so I love Colorado more. Anyway. New Jersey, New York Rangers. That's easy. Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> even though even though Jersey is the uh, the bastard child of the Northeast, um, you got to cheer for the Devils because they I I they've got Brodeur. Because Brodeur. they're not the Rangers. Well, yeah, they're not the <laughs> Rangers, which the Rangers um Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger. Uh I call him Jaeger because of Jaegermeister, but I, it's just a slip, but Jaeger um is going to need a miracle to come back for game three. Sounds like he might be in threat for the rest of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He's injured. So uh, that's good Good news to hear. Well, not great that he's injured, but, you know, it, it bodes well in, in New Jersey's phaser, phaser, favor. <laughs> so go Devils. Okay. So uh, we've done a rundown of everything. Um, actually, great source to find all the information. I was trying to look on CBC's site. I was trying to look on NHL. Dot com Sportsnet has a great rundown of playoff coverage, stats, all that kind of stuff. Oh, and I have to put that link in the show notes. Yes, you do. Sportsnet. 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 <laughs> don't put Sports that one in. You don't know what that would be. Dot C-A mm-hmm. is the website. but um, and, uh, yeah, It's called their playoff tracker. Right. And actually, Yahoo Sports has some pretty good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. I'll put a link to that, too. So that's the basic rundown of, 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 of hockey what and our life. Now, like and uh, we should... Two hours, or are you playing another song? Or are we going to sign off? Let's play another song, and I know the perfect song we're going to play. We're going to play a song by the Zambonis called Slapshot Love. Aw, it's precious. Yes, it is. This is Radio Zoom. Skating by the blue line, when I saw your green light. So I took my wind up for Slapshot Love. 
Slapshot Love Slapshot Love Slapshot Love To my heart So I went running Without my skates on Then I song you think so yes yes it was awesome the zambonis are awesome <laughs> and we'll wrap this one up because we in about got like a minute and a half to before we have to stop okay so we gotta just do it really quickly but um thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i just want to apologize to everyone out there who's listening to your podcast the second one and a week and my voice is so horrible so I don't I don't want your pity I just hope that you can bear with me <laughs> and you haven't shut it down already and deleted the file and done whatever to get rid of this because um, my voice is so horrible right now but it's not horrible it's fine it's absolutely fine miss604.com is your blog yeah. you can check out everything there you've been doing a lot of hockey blogging so you can check out more about the playoffs there because we'll be definitely paying attention and it looks like Yes, Calgary just scored another goal on Anaheim, so it's 3-2. So we'll keep watching. We'll keep paying attention. Keep subscribed. Anything else you want to tell people? Not really. Okay. Well, then we'll just go now. Let's go now. Okay. Off we go. So we'll check you later. Bye-bye. Adios. The music on the Radio Zoom podcast is done with artist permission and is pod safe. Visit the show notes for more information, radiozoom.net.